You just made the list. Look, let me tell a little story about a guy named Grimes. He sat at home hurting, had to make up for the time. He started playing games and invested all his change. Now he's worth much more than a couple little dimes. Cashed out, see the wealth. He's been working on the fast route. Mr. Regal looking, wanna know what that's about. But we just say it like this. Anybody that's against me, y'all can kiss my grits. I'm stacking money, money, money. Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. Happy belated Thanksgiving, everybody out there in the radio waves. Um, hope you're not too full to listen to oh, us yeah. <laughs> jam out in your ears. Today. Yeah, hope you're not too full. I uh, hope you had a nice little uh, turkey day. Here it's on Friday, here on Sunset Flip Radio, as we, always. We hope you're on your second plate, yeah. or third at this point. As always, you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. And as always, I am your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. As always, joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drain, who came back from a wedding, and we are recording at 9.27 on a Friday night while we are streaming SmackDown. So this is a special episode because it's a watch party, and now... Okay. Black Friday Invitational? Yes. Oh so on SmackDown, they're doing a Black Friday Invitational Battle Royal. The winner of the Battle Royal faces is the number one contender for Roman Reigns. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, let's think about what... Okay. So before we talk about <clears throat> the interesting stuff in wrestling this past week, and before we talk about eggs, and we talk about <laughs> Survivor Series, and we talk about wrestlers getting jumped, um, it's uh, it's November. I mean, obviously, all signs would point to Drew McIntyre to win this. Yeah, that's why um, I went into the Do you want to open like, up the discussion now with him getting the opportunity right away? So that would mean that at day one, he would be the number one contender. I mean, it's a perfect storm. Yeah, I we, think I would say kinda, that for Royal kinda, Rumble, though. Well, I mean, you know, that... You have that on the literal first day of the, of the month. Mm-hmm. And Royal Rumble is what? The last day of the month? Yeah, I think it's the or last. Something like that? Cause something like that. The 29th is a Sunday, I think. Yeah, so. I think it's the 29th. All right. So um, they're doing two pay-per-views in, I'm in not four weeks. for that one. I got another wedding to go to. Really? Yeah. Where we'll be in uh, New Hope, Pennsylvania. Oh, God. Yeah, our friends You're... who got po- who, they postponed it basically because of COVID and stuff. They postponed it like twice. Oh, uh, Shannon. Shannon, and yeah. Yeah. And Aubrey's in the wedding, right? No, no. I'm surprised she hasn't asked at this point. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. No, it, it, it's fine. I'm just Hopefully you can watch it somehow. Are you staying over there? Oh, no, because you got the baby. No, I, I won't have the baby. We'll probably send her to her mom's. It's a Sunday, so it's hard. Yeah. I don't know. Too early to call. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> we'll hopefully you can Today watch it. Today we brought the baby, and she did really well. That's good. Well, hopefully you'll be able to watch it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll find a way. Viking Raiders got a new intro. It's not like that blacked out thing of them. It says raid. Yeah, they're just like point. they're pounding their chest saying raid. R- rape, rape, <laughs> baby. Oh God. So who's in this? You don't the see twenty four seven. You don't see Drew McIntyre's photo though. You don't. Ugh. Uh, well, <laughs> you know what? It could be Jeff Hardy. I they I may throw a bone to Jeff Hardy. In this, and uh, 
Then McIntyre. And then McIntyre for Royal Rumble. Wow, they're really killing time here. I mean, think about it. It's day one. It's the first pay-per-view, first day of the new year. It's a Saturday pay-per-view. That's a lot of things. And listen, you know. A lot of. December hasn't uh, started. We have a full month and a couple days before mm -hmm. this pay-per-view. There's been a lot of talks of Jeff Hardy getting a push. So maybe this is it. Yeah. A lot of people out there. Did you see he was wanted to do a downward spiral match where the ring turns and gets faster and faster after a certain point? Who did, who said that? Jeff Hardy. Oh, really? Yeah. He's on something. Hopefully he's on something. But um, no, I, I mean, a lot of talk online has been devoted to Jeff Hardy trying to get, you know, like one last run out of him. Yeah. But again, not even uh, Jeff Hardy from when he won the first time can beat Roman Reigns, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So I wasn't watching at that time with Jeff Hardy, where he was champion. Was mm -hmm. it that hot? Were people that into he was it? hot? Okay. Yeah, he had the No More Words songs. Yeah, of you course, know, he yeah. he beat Triple H. He was hot. Like he was he was big. All right. Yeah. And then I, he, I then totally he missed it. That's why yeah, he it was doesn't big. work for me. No, a lot of pe a lot of people like Jeff Hardy. I mean, for me, he's good. I mean, like he just doesn't fit like what I like in a wrestler. Yeah, he's not. You know what I mean? Build either. Yeah. He's not. I mean, I like the Hardy Boys. I mean, who didn't growing up in that Attitude Era and growing up in the era of the TLC match and you know them putting on clinics with different tag teams? Yeah, that was great. But I mean, I just never got into him as a singles wrestler. Yeah. When he was intercontinental champion a couple times, European champion, United States champion, I never just really fell into that top like that bracket of liking Jeff Hardy. Mm -hmm. And like even now with the new face paint and. He goes from TNA, he comes back. I mean, when he came back with his brother at WrestleMania, that was pretty cool. Uh, 33. Yeah, it was, you know, expect. I mean, it was kind of unexpected. No one knew about it. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, for them to win the tag team belts and have that, you know. That pop. That was a that pop. pop. That was a pop. That was a pop. Really. That was a pop. And then, you know, Matt Hardy goes his separate ways. He gets drawn with Bray Wyatt, which is like, okay. And then Jeff Hardy just kind of falls into that mid-card platform and, I just never got into him as a wrestler. Yeah. I think that he's the, he's the guy. That you, you ask. I think Jeff Hardy is a good example of a wrestler that you ask a lot of wrestling fans about. And they'll, be, and they'll be like, it's either you really like him or you just don't like him. There's nothing There's in the no middle, middle with him. Really, There's no yeah. middle in him. You know, like like Triple H. He, I like him. I mean, he's okay. But I mean, like, I really just. It's not like I love Triple H, but I don't hate him. Yeah. It's like Jeff Hardy. I don't love him. I don't love Edge. I don't love Rey Mysterio. I don't hate them. Like I hate, you're indifferent. You know the New yeah. Day for my own personal reasons. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. uh, so everybody out there who watched Survivor Series, um, it was interesting. Uh, <laughs> it was the way you said it. It was interesting. It was what, something. What really bothered me about it was. All this talk about The Rock, yeah. I never... It was like blue balls for four hours. Yeah, they edged you. They did. They edged you hard. Because I never met a company try so hard to put somebody over like that, and he wasn't even there. Yep. You had a battle royal name Not even him. like a sniff. Not even like... Not, he was in a different country. He, yeah. he was in another continent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he was... In fucking Which Pennsylvania. Which clearly means that they obviously planned this months out and they got 
ad you know sponsorship yeah. from netflix yeah so all did. that money they had to do whatever mm-hmm. they did they were kind of locked into it but what was so funny about it was they like in all of the all of the throwbacks to the rock's career and you know they had the battle royal where you know it would have been cool if they had like one of his cousins win it you know yeah, like a yeah. you know like a samoan relative of him instead of almost wins it like Okay, like, like you know, he's not gonna win. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. He's nine foot six. You know, you know he's gonna win. But I just didn't understand all the throwbacks and like they basically just put you on the edge of your seat, thinking that he was gonna debut or not debut, but appear, and it was just a waste of time. Yeah, I can only imagine um, what it was. The crowd reaction was live. You know, like to that as the show was going, nothing happened, and you know, I'm sure there were many a booze. Yeah, you know, many a booze, many a heat. Like some people probably paid a lot of money to think that they would see The Rock. That so that was that thing, you know. So I I don't believe um, Survivor Series was sold out. I don't think so, it was either. You know, they had to. You know, they always try to pop the ratings and they'll have somebody appear. So in this yeah. case, what they did with tickets was Maybe the same to, thing with SummerSlam at Becky yeah, Lynch. Yeah. Try to, um, you know, fake the funk there and say, oh, you know, get you going with The Rock because that's how WWE's always operated. Yeah. You know, they, they lay a little, they give you a little bit of a taste and lay like, you know, the groundwork for things and then eventually pay them off. Sometimes not. And I don't in think. In this case. See, this is the situation. I think they're going to save The Rock for Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's apparent. This is next year. But like, I what think... I said last week was now I think we'll get The Rock. We will. We will. They might set it up like they did the Cena thing yeah. at Mania One year. this year. One year in advance. It doesn't matter if, if Reigns is the champion or not. Right. But, I mean, it would be better if he was a champion because I think just having the belt on the line – Gives that match. You know what? I don't even think the belt needs no, to be on the line. It, do- it doesn't because the match sells itself. The match will sell itself. The belt makes it better. However, the belt being on Roman or whatever, or it being a, a, a belt being in the mix, kind of tells you where they're going to go with the story. Yeah. So if there's no belt, it gives you just a little bit more of, um, you know, you're guessing. You know, it mm-hmm. keeps it fresh. You're, yeah, you are keeping it fresh, but I think people just want to see The Rock in the ring in some capacity. I, you're looking at him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I would love to see The Rock in in the wrestling in the wrestling ring again and have him going against. Just give me five just, minutes. Yeah, just give me five I know, minutes. I know four of it is going to be um, an entrance and, and an he, ovation. He so. is he is going to be so over to the point where, especially in Hollywood, eighty thousand, ninety thousand people. The SoFi Stadium does the roof close. Yes. Uh, yeah, it does. But they, I mean, it's California. They're either yeah. going to need it or they're really not going to need it. So so they have this battle royal right now, and my guy's coming down Ricochet. He just, he, it's funny. Cause, nice new gear. It's funny because he dug himself. I thought he was dead. He dug himself <laughs> out of the grave. <laughs> and, uh, oh, magically all the, so oh, look, Jopper City, Drew Gulak's in there, I see. Mad Cat Moss. Mace. Mace, T-Bar. Cesaro, he won't get a shot. So ideally, we gotta find. I mean, it's gonna be Hardy. I think it's gonna be Hardy. Cause Remember, Hard- weren't these guys just in a battle royal this past Sunday? Some of them were. Some of them. I think. Well, Hardy's gonna get introduced next. 
because they're saving some wrestlers to get introduced. Which is to kill time. Who win? Yeah, it's here comes Hardy. Oh, they do another commercial. Oh, whatever. So it's funny with here it comes. It's it, it, see it, the writing on no, the wall. No, 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 no. This is Drew McIntyre. Mm. Is this Drew McIntyre? Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, God. Here we, go. here we go. Show's over. Big bootleg. Turn this, pl- turn, turn, <laughs> turn this place into a parking lot. Right. Um, it's funny with uh, Survivor Series because on the pre-show, oh, Christ, on the pre-show, right, a, a, a limo gets pulled up. And we're like, who's in this limo? It's, it's Vince McMahon, right? Yeah. And he's, and, and he, and he's holding a fucking egg. And we talked about this on our, uh, I think we put a post on our social media as a story. And it's like, what is Vince McMahon doing with an egg? I didn't see the movie Red Notice. Yeah, so. If you didn't know, I didn't, I want to, but if you didn't know. I figured it had to do with the movie because yeah. they just played a promo right before the limousine pulled in. Mm-hmm. Talking about all that. So, you know, if you were paying attention... Enough, you would kind of be like, "Oh, okay." It's yeah. like a was it like a ten million, hundred million dollar egg or something. Yeah, from Cleopatra. That's unrealistic. So of course Vince McMahon has it, and he got it from The Rock. So he dropped The Rock's name before the Survivor Series even started, just to give you that glimmer of hope that he was going to be there. And of course, after The Rock doesn't show up, you you find out to realize no, that is. you find out to realize that the that the egg got fucking stolen. And you're going to wait on Raw to see who stole the egg. And, the, and there was talks that it was supposed to be Roman Reigns because it was The Rock's egg. But it ended up being fucking Austin Theory that stole the egg to take a selfie with it. Yeah. This is what wrestling has come down to. Yep. This is the garbage that I'm this talking about. This is what we're talking about. Where Vince McMahon, who rarely makes any appearances anymore on, on television. He looked a lot better than he's he done looked, recently. He looked like a very old catcher's mitt, in my opinion. He still does. I mean, he, he still hasn't. Does. But I think he didn't look as, like, 78 now, deathly. I think. Yeah. He's 78. Um... I just don't know. First of all, whoever's writing this shit is is just should be fired. Should be not should be fired, but whatever they're smoking, you know. I wonder if it's legal. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> they're just they're just coming up with there's just a random shit. Like they think that an egg is gonna get over, and the egg had a 24 hour shelf life where it didn't even make it made 24 hours with the WWE programming, mm-hmm. and fucking Austin Theory. Who has kind of been on a hot streak if you think about it? Because he's been getting matches against, he's been getting he's he's been getting he's been getting matches on Raw every week, and then he's part of the five on five Survivor Series team, and then he gets put into the main event against Big E. Yep, and he gets into a promo with Vince McMahon. Remember, three weeks ago he was part of the way. Six months ago, he was uh, on NXT. Before that, Actually, he no, was off no, for not a that. While. He was off NXT, but before that, he was part of Seth Rollins' little uh, group. Yeah, part, uh, a disciple. He was a disciple. So I mean, yeah, he got he called had, up. You talk about going up and down, and you, you talk about, you know, he seemed like the kind of guy that if you got released, you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. I mean, good for you, Austin Theory. I mean, again, I don't like you. I don't like him as a. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't like him. I don't think he brings anything to the table. I think he's a. I think he's a uh, 
great value. Uh, who, who's he a great value version of? With his look. I mean, he, he's a built. He's a handsome dude. No homo. I mean, he's built. You know what I mean? Is he the guy? No, I don't think he's the guy. But I think that Vince sees something in him. He's a baby face. Uh, he has a so baby face, a but he plays as a heel. Yeah, enough to see him put him in a promo. Lines, you know? And gave him, the as the one who stole the egg, you know, from Vince McMahon, which that egg, you know, what's the word? The, the egg. The egg. I can't even think that's of it. That's it. That's it. The egg Everybody angle. Everybody was like, oh, it's the gobbledygooker 2.0. <laughs> no, the egg angle died already, but. I mean, to kick off Survivor Series in the pre-show with that, and then to and then to make even things worse, you put Damian Priest and Shinsuke Nakamura on the, on the pre-show? pre-show for that battle royal shit. Yeah. Oh. And then you saw Priest get uh, Priest loss of a disqualification. Yeah. So Nakamura wins the match, and you really thought that Priest was like, "Is this the heel turn that we're all waiting for?" I thought that too because he got booed out of there. You know what I mean? He got booed, so obviously if the fans boo you after something like that. Then obviously you're turning into a heel. But that proved to be wrong on Monday. Mm-hmm. So is, is McIntyre in this match? I don't see McIntyre. Uh, well, there's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yep, Je- Jeff Hardy. I couldn't find Jeff Hardy because he's he wasn't wearing face paint. And he's not wearing face paint. Oh shit, he's not. He's not. Well, he that had a must match. Have happened really he quick. had a match before. He had a match with McIntyre against Mad Cat Moss and. Um, oh, that's right. And uh, Happy Corbin. So, I mean, he's that's the, I, duty yeah. Today. I think Jeff Hardy's gonna win this, but. I mean, Survivor Series kicked off with a bang. I thought that the Charlotte Becky match, which had so much drama intertwined with it, it was kind of a story within a story. It was really good. I thought the match was really good. First of all, really Becky good. Lynch is outfit. Very nice. And like, you know, we, we need sound effects on this show. Yeah, we do. Swing, whatever you want to say, you know what I mean? Like any and you know, she looked really good. Yeah, those mom yeeks were hanging out. Yeah. Really tasty. And Charlotte kept giving her wedgies and it was very interesting. She does that all the time to people and I'm like, what are see, you Yes, doing? there's a meme of her doing it like Sasha Banks, it, Naomi. It's, it's for people, right? It's Alexa a four Bliss, people. Yep. yeah. I mean, we're like, thank you, but you know, yeah, still. Thank you, but, you know, obviously we wish you could pull up more, but no, Drew Gulak's gone. Spoiler alert. I thought he was going to make it. Um... No, I mean, I thought that match, it went the... First of all, they gave him a lot of time, which I loved. 20-something minutes. 20-something minutes. It was an opening match. I thought there was rumors on... Um, it was back and forth. Twitter. Yeah. That it was going to be back and forth, me an event between, uh, obviously, Biggie and Roman. And I'm and glad, Becky you know what? Charlotte. Every, the way everything played out was fine, because you can't end the, the show on a roll-up like that. No, you can't. So, the finish is why... I don't know first. if I... Do you like that finish? I was a little mad at it. Now this is because hard. They, they were they were constant action. Yeah, and uh, they they looked like they were you know it was a work shoe. They were working kind of stiff on purpose. Oh yeah, they worked stiff. Um, and Becky and Sasha and so Becky they were, were slapping each other. Shit. Yeah, I think you heard Flair say shit a couple times. And she did. I'm yeah. positive. Yeah, and she said talk your shit, and that was right before she did uh, um, the little heel thing where you step over the person into the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I I thought it was a great match. Storytelling was awesome. Uh, this the two women beat the fuck out of me. They beat the living piss out of each other. Yeah, I don't think that you can ask for a better opening match for that pay per view. No, I mean just a better result. Yeah, because the amount of opportunity, like the amount of energy that WWE put into she sell that match. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yep. 
it was pretty cool at the end that when Flair got rolled up, like you thought it was a a screw job. You know what I mean? Like you thought that I was texting you that back yeah, and forth. I was like, "Oh said. shit, here we go!" Because they thought... started exchanging their each other's finisher. Yeah, like it looked, which is just like what happened in the screw job. Yeah, it looked like Becky like went off script on Charlotte, and that's why Charlotte was like laughing. It, now this is hard because how do you how do you have one of them lose clean like you know you well, can't. That's the point. That's the point. Like you really can't have one of them lose clean. Oh, come on. Oh, God. Cesaro got eliminated by Mad Cat Moss. So Cesaro is going to go to Home Depot now and buy a shovel. Well, again, he, he must be running out of shovels. He must run out of shovels. So, okay. this is. I can't even look at Baron Corbin anymore. He's just fucked up to look at. He's just an idiot. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that. I think he's been relegated to, like, jobber status now. Yeah, and he eliminated Mad Cat Moss. Now, I like the winner of that match, right? Becky and Charlotte. It's really hard to pick a winner because they're both on top of the game. They're both like phenomenal. I think they're going to I think they're back. both a splitting image of each other. They make each other better. They do. I think they're they're uh, this is tough. I think Charlotte I like, Becky is I like Charlotte better. That's just me. I think Charlotte Becky is better than like Charlotte Banks and stuff. Like Absolutely. That. Although Charlotte Banks, you know, I think there was Hell in a Cell or something. Yep. Because they had the first one that was the botch, the, the botch ending with the table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they well they, they had, had the no they had the too. no DQ match on uh, or they had a false count anywhere. That's the point. Yeah. False count anywhere in Raw when Sasha beat her. Yep. But I mean, yeah, you're right. Out of Bailey, Sasha, uh, Four Becky, Hort, yeah. and Charlotte, those two I think are are. More predestined, they're the Rock Austin. Yeah, I, I mean, like, say. I you mean, know, if you had to compare it, like, yeah, you always like, like to. So, and then, then I can say with one hundred percent positivity that I rather watch Bale. If I had to pick one woman that Bailey would wrestle, would be Banks. Yeah, because of their past NXT yeah. experience and so those the match two, at Brooklyn and the right. Iron Woman match and everything like that, and being tag team champions together and all this stuff. But I mean, if you're taking those four, I think, I think Becky and Charlotte work the best. Again, all Charlotte's the best worker in the WWE. Yeah. If anybody wants to argue with me that go for it. <laughs> add, like, us just flip add us, comment us, send us smoke signals, write me a letter, write me a fucking email, come <laughs> to my job right at Seabrook and Tinton Falls, 3000 Essex <laughs> road. And just wait for me out of the parking lot. Yeah. Wait for me in the parking lot. Just say you're Charlotte Flair is the best woman in WWE. Overall, I don't care what anybody says. She, I think she works better than everybody. I think that she talks better than everybody. I think that she has that demeanor that makes her better than everybody, and she sells that the right way. Yeah, honestly, she can work Tony Storm right now. Tomorrow, she can work a paper bag. She can work. <laughs> it doesn't matter who she works with. She is a phenomenal athlete. She has the look. She has the build. She has the ability. She is everything that your dad the, is somewhere sitting in his chair smiling. Yeah, she she has everything that that you want in a woman's wrestler. Yep, and she is the best. She absolutely is the best. Absolutely, and I can't I can't stress it enough. Yes, Becky Lynch is very good. Yes, Becky Lynch is very over. Yes, Becky Lynch can talk, but side by side, I gotta go with Charlotte, man. Becky can't get the heat that Charlotte can. She no. can't. 
Becky is still a baby face in everyone's face. She'll never get past that. Is that because of the man? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an over gimmick. Like, the man was so over that between the merchandise and then the man becomes the mom. Now, the man's back in Vegas. The mom's back. Like, you sell so much shit and you, you went over the top with the man gimmick that it just washed away any thought of her being a heel again. Yeah. It really did. She can't be a heel. And guess what? She came back. She beats Bianca Belair and can't, and had to and yeah yeah so I know where you're going because especially after Sunday's match where she won she came off as a babyface in that match she did and I loved how she came out one uh, other than her outfit <laughs> stern look on her face didn't she looked dead at Charlotte walked down the ramp and that was it so I like the intensity that she had I like that energy I had to restart Peacock like five times. I didn't for once. I had to. I had bad service with oh, Peacock. Shit. I got a bad experience. I had to come up here in the studio and, and watch it. Oh, shit. Because the, the, the Roku downstairs, the app wasn't working. So, like, it was, like, shutting off. It was going to a different channel on me on the on the Peacock app. No, but, I mean, like, like just, just, just to put this to bed, honestly, and, like, this is the last time I'll say it. And if anyone disagrees with me, that's perfectly fine. You know, we, we're all entitled to our opinions. That's why we're wrestling fans. Yeah, you're but, right. I think Hardy is going to win this. Yeah, Hardy's going to win it. No, no one, no one's better than Charlotte. I'm sorry. No woman is better than Charlotte. And, and I'm, I'm talking about mm-hmm. right now, everywhere. You know, even Baker, even Britt Baker. Britt Baker is doing great things for AEW, but she doesn't even come close to Charlotte Flair. I'm sorry, she doesn't. You're she right. just doesn't. In ring ability is phenomenal. Um, the Los Lotharios guys are hanging around. Yeah, I know. Rick Boogs just got eliminated. Five on five matches. I thought it was a bad idea that they put the men before the woman, and I'll tell you why. Oh. That woman match had nobody interested in it. <laughs> no one was interested in the women's match. What was before it? Uh, the the battle royal. Oh, that's why. I think it went Charlotte Becky. Usos? Yeah, probably. I could look up match work. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, no one was really interested in the 5-on-5 women's match. I mean, it was good. It was okay. I mean, like, it had, it had like, a lot of interesting storylines in it. Like, um, you know, how how they would turn on Sasha. How would, yeah, how would Team SmackDown turn on Sasha? Yeah. And they basically counted her out. You know what I mean? And, like, they had... They had which a that means count that yeah, I was gonna say that, yeah. which means you had two countouts, one for the men, one for the women. Yeah. Well, actually, two for the men, one for the women, because Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. got counted out. You did, yeah. So now, right there in the men's match, three guys got eliminated because of of the ten. Mm-hmm. Three got eliminated because of countout. So by the way, we were watching SmackDown, and like six eliminations just happened. So it's Ricochet, Sheamus. Happy Corman and Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is going to fucking win because you can't have a f- heel against a heel. And there's no way that Ricochet is going to beat these four dudes. So it's going to be Jeff Hardy against Roman Reigns. And we could just book it now. No, I mean, I really thought the 5-on-5 five five men's match was good, too. I mean, was, honestly. Uh, RK-Bro versus the Usos was before the women. That match had no feel for me. I, I felt like it was missing something. 
like commercial breaks because it felt like it was on Raw, <laughs> Raw or SmackDown. Match, right? it, it was. It really I felt mean, like a Raw match. We were getting that, I think. Remember we talked about, I think we talked about who would win that match and do you have two main eventers lose against the Usos? Because yeah. they're main eventer guys. Correct. Remember, they are a tag, they're not a real tag team. They're, they're, two, they're two main event guys that got paired together to form a tag team. Right. And destined to have a storyline with each other yeah. when this is all set. And you're wrestling against a true tag team in the Usos. Which I think that that's going to fall apart around day one going into. Who, the Usos? RK Bro? Yeah. I don't know, man. People love RK Bro. Well, w- I mean, this, the WWE this, loves this RK past, Bro. Everybody Monday, loves RK Bro. That was fucking hysterical. When he oh, when he out dressed up as Randy Orton, it popped me. It got. I had a feeling. You know what's really funny? I'm watching the match. I'm like, because I, because I was, I jumped on a little bit late. I'm like, who is that? Oh, I didn't shit. know it was Riddle. I couldn't even tell because his hair was up in a bun. Randy was wearing trunks and that goatee and the goatee, goatee. Because he wants to be like Randy. I thought he was like Randy. Randy. He want to be like Randy. They're actually friends. Well, good for them. No, the um, yeah, like that match really had no feel. Like honestly, it just felt like a Raw match or a SmackDown match. Yeah, with no commercial breaks, which was fine. Ricochet got eliminated, so now we're down to the Corbin, Sheamus, and, and, Jeff. and Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's gonna win this. The five on five match was really interesting because men or women, the men. Um, it's it's funny what Kevin Owens did. How he how he just like walked out on the team. That's what Seth Rollins did last year. He sacrificed you remember that? himself. He sacrificed himself for the greater good. Yep. That's what that's what Rollins did last year, and Rollins and Owens was on Rollins' team, so he got payback. Yeah. And I mean, this just pushes Owens' character more to be a heel, obviously, if, if that wasn't already yet defined or determined. So, I like that part. I mean, yeah, he had one heel heel off on another heel, so. I mean, the teams the teams were good. I thought I thought uh, you know the the teams were fine. Um, they're pretty evenly even uh, spaced. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm happy that the Mysterios weren't thrown in. I'm happy Bobby Lashley was in. Austin Theory could have been the one that was left behind, but he was actually the second to last guy left on that team, which I was surprised. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy Seth Rollins won because I think that just pushes Seth Rollins back to the main event picture, which he should be. I think you're going to see a triple threat at day one of him, Owens, against Big E for the title. That's the story. That's the main storyline they have going on right now. That's perfectly fine, but to me, that means that Big E is going to beat Owens by taking the, the Owens is going to take the pin mm. because Owens is not getting as much attention as as Seth Rollins is for this match. Owens yeah. is just going to get thrown into this match. He really is. He's just a guy with a slight story. Yeah, that's all he is. So now it's down to Hardy, Happy Corbin, and Sheamus still. Happy and it's nine fifty six, so that means that oh, this is the last. This is the last match. So I mean, this is going to be, this will be over in two minutes because SmackDown doesn't end at ten o'clock and ends at nine fifty eight. Apparently, yeah. I don't fucking know why, but all right. So Biggie, well, first of all, the women's five and five. Are you surprised that Bianca was a sole survivor? No, no, I'm not. That's a gimme. I'm surprised that Rhea Ripley wasn't with her though. Hmm. Because they pushed the the women at the same time, they both the final two of the Royal Rumble. Um, remember, Rhea's a uh, a uh, women's tag team champion. So now, yep, here we go. Game. See, this is this is such easy storytelling. Jeff Hardy just eliminated Baron Corbin. Now Jeff Hardy wins. So it's gonna be Jeff Hardy against Roman Reigns. It's funny because if you looked at that. No way. 
Is it really Sami Zayn? I don't know. Swerve City? Sami Zayn? Wow, you can eat your words now. Yeah. Sami Zayn against Roman Reigns. Really? I thought Sami Zayn got eliminated. Imagine Sami... the oldest trick in the book. Imagine Sami Zayn's the one that takes the belt off Roman oh, Reigns. Jesus. Wow. Whoa. Sorry for the silence. We're, we're yeah. just kind Wait, of hold on. speechless. Now, now, uh, Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. He's here getting we go. screwed out of He's it. He's getting screwed out of it now. I'm saying, Sammy, I'm sorry. That's what. Uh, this is funny because Sammy, Sammy Zane's character has just been hilarious. How he's been getting screwed and he's been getting screwed crew. for like two years. Yeah, but whatever happened to that documentary he was filming? I, I, I refuse to not see it, and they need to bring that back. I just, re- I, they just dropped. Nah, yeah, yeah, they did just drop it. You're yeah. right. Oh, they reversed the decision. Looks like they reversed the decision. It looks like it's gonna be. Jeff Hardy and Roman Reigns. Which makes yeah, more sense. <laughs> now, what's going on with the authority figures on both shows? Wait, what? Oh, shit. What happened? I don't know. It's on mute, so we don't know. Fuck. It's all right. We'll, we'll figure. We'll find it out in the four, three, four in five minutes. We'll wait till that goes on Facebook. Wow. I can't wait to watch this game. What, Ohio State, Michigan? Yeah. See my bills last night? 31-6? I thought you heard me, but you didn't. You had the headphones on. I said, oh, your bills finally won. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. I want to say they snapped back, but then they... I mean, they won by 25 points. You know what I mean? Again, they played a shitty team, and the the real test is next week against the Patriots. Um... (laughs) I mean, all the games. What five straight? Yeah, everyone's talking about the Patriots are the best team in the AFC. The best team in the AFC is not yet defined because there isn't one. Each team has flaws. Honestly, yes, New England's playing well, but you know, can you really trust Mac Jones? I can trust Bill Belichick. I can't. I don't know how those guys are winning games. I mean, Mac Jones. I don't know. I don't know. All that he's cracked up to be at the moment. No, he's not. He's not cracked up to be. So Seth Rollins getting attacked has been a storyline. All week. All week. <laughs> it's funny because we were watching Raw, and I uh, while I was watching Raw, and I was watching the Giants-Buccaneers game, and Alex is like, Alex texted me. He's like, did you just see that? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, Seth, someone just jumped Seth Rollins. I'm like, what? Yeah. And, of course, my DVR said it was recording, but it wasn't. So Again? I, so I had to wait to go on Google. I typed in Seth Rollins attacked, and... This deranged fan who apparently is part of the bloodline. Did you hear about this? Yes. He's part. He's Roman Reigns' long-lost cousin. Did you hear about cousin. this? You know about this? Yeah. He, uh, it sounded like Jay Leno. Yeah. He's a. Uh, he's part of the bloodline. He was, he was sent from the bloodline to attack Seth Rollins to keep the belt on Roman or something like that. And he literally speared the shit out of Seth Rollins. That was a great spear. But Seth Rollins yoked him up and could have had him like killed. Did you killed. see that guy rounded that corner? Oh, he came, came down hot. the ramp. And man, listen, some people are like, "Oh, don't laugh at it. It wasn't funny." It he was fucking hysterical. He came in hot. He came in. He really came in hot, like to the point of like, you know, you got a little nervous that. First of all, 
If I'm a WWE, I'm on a tape delay, right? Uh, apparently not. Apparently not. So I guess they wanted to show that for some reason. But I mean, Roman Reigns. Um, not Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins could have yoked him up, though. Like, he had him. You know what? Seth never broke character. He didn't. Because he even stayed in it. And mm-hmm. then when he came back out later, he, like, made fun of it when he came out to the top of the ramp. Mm-hmm. Because he, he did, like, oh, I'm looking. And, and, and did you see did you see uh, Seth Ryder die? Girl, Becky Lynch come out and like yeah, stand yeah. on the edge of the ramp. Yep. That's a girl right there. That's, That's a woman. Uh, breaking news: The WWE has announced that Edge will be returning in next week's Raw. Oh. Are you interested in Edge? What's who? So Edge comes on Raw, right? To do what? Uh, to do what? Who's on Raw that he would do anything with? Austin Theory. Yeah. I mean, who's wants to take a selfie with the legends now? You know, that's yeah. the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, is he? Do you see him going for Big E? I don't know. I don't think he's gonna go for Big E. Uh, I don't know. I possibility. I don't know. There's so much. It's so convoluted. There's so many things going on right now. I hope not. Mm-hmm. He's gonna. He's gonna mention the championship at one point. Yeah. I just, you know, okay, fine. You, you well, get it out don't way, forget but... Seth Rollins is on the Raw too. But I mean, you can't, you can't bring that. No, you can't bring no. that storyline back. I mean, I think we had. I mean, it, 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 it ended, ran its course, man. It ran its course in a different fucking country in a Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else you need to put this misery to bed. That's it. You know what I mean? That's right. it. That's only. That's as far as we can go, honestly. And Seth Rollins after getting jumped on stage and. Getting into this feud with Big E and Kevin Owens, even though, in my opinion, it should just just be Seth Rollins. But I think the only reason why Kevin Owens is there is not to make Seth Rollins look weak. So for that, I will say this. I will say book it right now. Um, We should have that as a segment on the show. Book it. We get to book one thing, uh, a show. I will book this, that at WWE day one it'll be Big E versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for the world for the WWE championship in a triple threat match and Big E gets the pin on Kevin Owens just to protect Seth Rollins until Royal Rumble and that's when you'll see Seth Rollins against Big E at Royal Rumble okay. book it I'll book it right now wow. sign me up that's my prediction are you using all your Caesar sport book money I am yeah I just I, I just see it coming. It's so... You can see it, like, in the distance. Well, you, hey, you see we it. thought we just seen that Jeff Hardy thing. I'm waiting, I don't to, know see, what the hell I'm waiting to see what this is. I've, I've been looking at the 434. And, oh, I'll just go to Twitter. Yeah, I'll just go. It. All right, so here we go. Sami Zayn wins the Black Friday Battle Royal to become the new number one contender for the Universal title. Kayla Brocks then announces that she has breaking news, and it's that Brock Lesnar will be on next week's SmackDown. That's it. That's it. So Sami Zayn oh, does he, win it. So he is. Oh, so right. Sami Zayn is the winner of the or the battle royal. But now the breaking news is that um, Brock Lesnar is coming back next week. That means Brock's gonna somehow become the number one contender again. Yeah, you know that. Right? Yeah. yeah. So here comes here comes Brock Lesnar to steal the thunder from Sam. It's it's just it's just a cycle. It's a vicious cycle, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, do you really want to have Sami Zayn wrestle Roman Reigns on national television or at a pay-per-view? No, you want the bigger name. WWE wants the bigger names. WWE just released 84 wrestlers in the past year. Jeez. You think that 84 you think that the 84 wrestlers had a shot against Roman Reigns? Granted some of them are women, but the answer is no. The answer is that you need 
a bigger name and the bigger name is Brock Lesnar. It doesn't matter if he wrestles now or two weeks or two years from now. Roman <laughs> will have that belt as long as Roman can hold that belt for. Yeah. And to beat Brock at this stage of his game where Brock is now and where Roman is now is very um, career-defining. Yeah. I'd say. It absolutely sure. is. And the icing on the cake is if they do do Roman Rock and he wins. Who? Roman. He's going to win. Yeah. Because remember, the Rock can't have the schedule. Yeah. So what? So we're gonna, how how is Roman going to lose? Is Roman going to lose to whoever wins the money in the bank? Maybe. That's a cheap way to take the belt off him. Because it doesn't hurt him. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt him. It doesn't hurt him all, at all. Or a part of a triple throw where he doesn't get pinned. It doesn't hurt him. But whatever you do to take the belt off him, you have to insert the rock right away because yeah. you got to take Roman away from that the title. Yep. And you got to build that match with the rock because, again, it can yeah, you gotta it clean cannot be a for a title. Bit. You got to cleanse the palate right yeah, there. Yeah. Like that, those two guys in the ring doesn't have to be for a title. So to give that a whole new boost of energy. You have to have the Rock interfere with Roman as soon the as title, Roman drops the belt. The title in that in that match helps with the head of the table. I, I run this company, sort of thing. I get it. Not that the yeah. Rock is looking to do any of that, but no. Yeah. But I think that see, this is the promo that I see happening. The promo that I see happening is the Rock comes out and says, you know, as I've been watching this product or watching WWE, I hear, I hear all these things of... <laughs> Which is a farce because we know you're not watching. Yeah, we, we know you're eating fucking pancakes and working out. Sunday night cheat meal. Sunday night cheat meal and drinking tequila and, you know, having fun with your life. This tequila is filming, great. Please send me a yeah, bottle. Yeah, filming Titan games and all this stuff. But I could just see him saying, I've been watching the product or whatever, WWE, and, you know, you proclaim as the... As the head of the table and the family, even though I'm the one that my father laid the tracks or whatever and all that shit. So, I I, I can't not... See, like, I, I tell myself every time we record, it's like, I can't talk about the Rock and Roman. Because we bring it up every time, and I bet you the people are annoyed by us. We but, get, yeah. You know, I'm sorry for everybody out there that gets annoyed with uh with us when we talk about Rock and Roman. But, I mean, it it has to happen, so I'll just leave it at that. Fair. That needs to happen for the WWE after the year that they had. They they, they yeah. have cut so many people. They've done so many things that just like you want to just like shake them and like what are you doing? But maybe they're just building it up for this. I mean, there's nobody on the roster anymore. There's not a lot of wrestlers in WWE. Compare now to AEW, there's really not a lot, man. There's not a lot of uh, of wrestlers on the ro- there's not a lot of wrestlers on the roster. And then when you insert them in these battle royals, sort of gimmicky like twenty four seven champion, like you're not going anywhere matches. Yeah, that makes even less people. If if that makes sense, you know what I mean. Less main event talent, storyline changers. Um. Faces of the company, champions, future champions, you know, anything you want to call them. Yeah, it's just, I, I think that the WWE kind of booked themselves into a corner with all these releases. Yeah. Because you're eliminating storylines, you're eliminating easy way to make up time, you're, and you're eliminating good talent in some people's opinions, in some people's circumstances. But at the same time, you're saving money down the long run for something bigger, maybe. 
You know what I mean? Remember, NXT is, is obviously up and coming, and it's a developmental brand now. But what, did they, they cut all those people just to give it back the money to The Rock for next year? Maybe I don't know. I mean, but you know, remember what what they have in down the down the line. They they do have NXT, and again, like we said before, NXT hasn't been that bad of a show. No, it really hasn't been, especially I mean, with this War Games coming up. Yeah, so now they released NXT War Games. OGs versus uh, 2.0ers. Yeah, who's, if you want to call who, who are the OGs? Champa, L.A. Knight, who yeah, barely made the cut. I mean, they didn't call themselves. Is Gargano in it? Yeah, yeah. And Pete Dunn. Pete, is it Pete? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, against Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker, uh, Tony D'Angelo, Tony D'Angelo, and, and the guy from Australia. And uh, Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. See, this is a good way to propel Braun Breaker. Yeah. Have him fucking dominate and have him get the pin over somebody. That's how you push Braun Breaker. Because remember, we're not seeing a a NXT world title match. Yeah. You'll have matches in between matches. Like, you'll see the grudge of Hayes against Gargano. You'll see... Well, eventually, I mean, but remember, they're in that match, so who knows? Excuse me. Yeah, but I mean, you're gonna <laughs> see, um, you're gonna see that grudge get brought up again, yeah. and then you're gonna see Braun Breaker and Ho- see you know, if Braun, if they I really want to make a contract, but. if they really want to make a statement, you got you get Braun Breaker pinning Chomp in that match. Oof. Pin the champion. You pin the champion. Anybody that pins the champion. Apparently like back in the like back in the day, first of all, back in the day, this never happened because. Oh well, yeah. I mean, the the amount of programming was so much less, and I mean, anytime you pin the champion, it was always a guaranteed opportunity. But that was because they had more avenues and more different shit and more shows. Like first of all, Hulk Hogan never got pinned, right? Hulk Hogan really never got pinned except a couple times in his. I mean, let's think about it. How many times did Hulk Hogan get pinned shoulders to the mat? I can name him for you because there's not many. When he lost to Yokozuna in his last match, 1993, where he got when he lost to uh, Undertaker at uh, Survivor Series 1991. So that's later on in his career. And then he when he lost the Ultimate he lost the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 7. Right. Those were the only three times that actually no, and the other time was when uh, Hulk Hogan. he got pinned by Andre the Giant, but that was because it was a scam set up by the Million Dollar Man. Got it. So it was a fast count, and Hogan's shoulders got up on Saturday Night's main event. But it doesn't matter. He only got pinned four times before he became before he came back as NWO Hogan. Right. You know what I mean? So four times getting pinned in your fucking career is kind of crazy, and and it's true because that's that's. I mean, he never lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and he was in like other tag matches, all this stuff, whatever. Like, he oh, he lost. was with the Mega Powers. You know, this is funny. I hate when people say that the Mega Powers were a tag team. They weren't a fucking tag team. They weren't. They had two tag matches in their whole fucking career. One of them was at SummerSlam to sell the pay per view. They had another one against the Twin Towers, aka to break Akeem up. and Big Boss Man, to break up. That was it. They had two matches. To begin the storyline to end it. Two. That's it. Dude, stop calling them a tag team. Again, if you're an older wrestling fan, you'll understand what I'm talking about. 
Do not fucking call the Mega Powers a tag team. I'm sorry. But, no, I mean, I, I think you see that the champion gets pinned a lot more now. I think that's, like, more of, like, a new thing. And that's just not in WWE. It happens in AEW. But, see, here's the thing. It happens in all different classes, whether it's Intercontinental, U.S., North American, NXT. It doesn't matter what they it is. They don't discriminate. They don't discriminate. Women, men. If the champion gets pinned by whoever in a non-title match, that match automatically gets booked either the next week or at the pay-per-view. Right. And that's perfectly fine. So if you want to set up Ron Breaker versus Tom- Tommaso Ciampa for the second time. With with a little bit more momentum yeah. under his wing and, and stuff. I mean, listen, then it's feasible. It is. But then, you know, where did those guys go? Who? Ciampa, Gargano, all those oh, guys. Oh, that's fun. I mean, you know, Gargano's been laying in the weeds ever since fucking Index happened as a couple. Yeah. Honestly, because, like. When when Indy Hartwell and uh, Dexter Loomis were on the verge of marrying each other and getting together, Gargano played the vignette role a lot because remember his wife is pregnant too. Yeah, so, so I he mean, no but he was still he on has TV no choice. But week. he was still on TV. The guy was on TV every week. Yeah, as as the leader of the family of the way. But I mean, he was on TV only because of what was going on with Index. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's perfectly fine. Okay, sure. But you weren't getting as many matches, and now all of a sudden he's. Getting these matches with Carmelo Hate with Carmelo Hayes, and it's kind of funny because that that those matches were just disguised as a way to sell War Games, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna watch. Are you gonna watch? It's next Sunday. It is. Mm-hmm. So I might be off next Sunday. December but I'm, 5th. I'm not a million percent sure. Yeah, I'm going to see Taken Back Sunday on the 11th. That's for the Christmas show. Yeah. Are you guys going to the bazaar? Or are they not doing it? No, they're not doing it. Oh, shit. No, they're not doing it, so. Yeah, I mean, where where, where do we go, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, you know, Survivor Series ended. You know what I mean? We have some grudges going on in the WWE. We're in a, you know, in a lull period, I'd say. Yeah. You know, very, like, a hold. Hopefully, maybe they get some... Uh, some feuds going strong with all these weeks to actually prepare for it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, you know, I have to go back. And we are on the road to Royal again, Rumble, too. Yeah, you know technically. I mean? technically yeah. And then, you know, my picks to win the Royal Rumble for the men, my early pick is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It's, the, e- the, it's the easiest pick. It's the favorite pick. It's it's probably the, the winning pick in Vegas because you have to sell WrestleMania. And As for this nighter to sell WrestleMania, the only person that can face him at WrestleMania, the Ro- at Roman, that's not The Rock, is Brock Lesnar. Is that Saturday or Sunday show? That's a Sunday main event, man. Hands down, that's it's a classic. Sunday main event. That's a classic. And then my second person that, if I had a pick under my head, would be Kevin Owens to win the Royal Rumble. Oh. And then for and then for the women again, that's all. If if he if he signs a contract and stays, right? Yeah. For the for the women, I'm gonna say. I'm up in the air between Sasha Banks and Bailey. Because they haven't yet. They haven't done it yet. Well, Bailey, I don't know. That maybe should be coming back. Yeah, torn ACL, right? Yeah, in July, late July, early August. I thought it was way earlier than that. Nope. Nope. Wow. All right. So then, then I'll say um, Sasha Banks. Again, she hasn't done it, and I don't think there's any other woman that can win it except her. And if Charlotte, if Charlotte wasn't champion, maybe Charlotte. No, she won one, didn't she? Mm-hmm. She did. Charlotte, I'm sorry, Charlotte did win one. 
And Becky won one. Charlotte won one. Oscar won one. And that's it. Oscar won the first one. Yeah. Which so, maybe she and Bianca. Maybe she'll return for the Rumble. But Who? That's so Oscar. She's got to do something. Yeah. She's got to do something, man. No, she's really been hurt. Yeah, but I mean, when she comes back, she has to do something. Because right now, they're they're relying on... Uh, it's funny, with all these cuts, they're relying on Liv Morgan and Tony Storm, but I'm happy about that. Yeah. I like them. You get new people over. You get new people over. That right? is the silver lining of all these cuts is, okay, somebody's got to get an opportunity. Yeah. You know, sometimes companies will rely on Old Faithful and keep going to the well too many times. But in this case... Well, know, I mean, the WWE has been doing that with Becky and Sasha. I mean, well, with Becky yeah. and Charlotte wrestling each other. That's perfectly fine. It works. It works. It works, and it, it doesn't feel stale. No. It feels fresh. It doesn't feel stale. Yeah. It doesn't feel stale at all. Uh, we have T-shirts for sale. I'm looking at the box. Um, if you want to buy a shirt, let us know. Not everybody's getting one for Christmas. Not everyone's right? getting one for Christmas. Maybe they'll be used for some secret Santas. Yeah. As a way oh, to, uh, my goodness, that's a great. As idea. a way for us to, to sell our podcast. Episode eighty-seven. Um, it's a lot. It's almost at a hundred. Eighty-seven percent of the way. All right. We have thirteen more episodes until we get to one hundred, and for the one hundredth episode, um, I would like to do a Facebook live or an Instagram live or a call-in show, something that. We had never done before. We will figure out how to <laughs> hey, do it. Call but, uh, hey, call our number four. Um, no, but I mean, as always, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. We're again, we're everywhere Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify. Five different avenues for you to listen to us, five different reasons why you should listen to us, and five. Mm-hmm. Five. You can't give me five excuses to not listen to this podcast because it's ev- available everywhere you get podcasts. We'll wait. We'll wait, yeah. Uh, Instagram, social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Sunset Flip Radio, Twitter, at Sunset Flip Radio, email, Sunset Flip Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. No one e- no one emails us, and that's perfectly fine. The only people who I get emails from are from the places we got our stickers from and the banner. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, no one emails us, which is perfectly fine, but we have it for you to do. So, I mean, we're going to keep plugging. We prefer to keep it. That way we keep a paper trail. We can also go back and refer to certain things in emails and stuff from you guys. Yeah, we can. Um, It's very important. Thank you for everyone out there listening to us. We're almost at 6,000 downloads. It's it's been a long road. Uh, It's only going to get better. We're like a fine wine. gets better at age. Uh, Episode episode 88. Grab the cheese and crackers. Yeah, episode 88 coming out next week. Uh, We got to do a satchel. I know. So maybe maybe 88 will be the satchel. We'll talk about it after we get off the air. If not, then the satchel will be coming definitely within the next two weeks. It's a Michael Irvin uh, podcast. <laughs> God. I was never a big Cowboys fan. No. God, no, fuck, no, the no fuck the Cowboys. Well, I you're a Giants fan. I know. Tomorrow. I hate this guy. I mean, I'm a Bills fan, but the Cowboys always beat the Bills growing up. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Did they, did they play a lot on uh, Thanksgiving? Who? The Bills? Yeah. Uh, well, they played this past Thanksgiving. Two years ago, they beat the Cowboys in Thanksgiving. Okay. But before that, they haven't been on Thanksgiving in a long time. Mm. So, I mean, I mean I'm happy they're getting the opportunity. I'm just, I, I, just, I just need them to, to win the division, and I'll be happy one game at a time. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Focus. Focus, yeah. But, I mean, episode 87 is out. Thank you for listening to us. As always, we are Sons of Foot Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. 
to all of our Sunset Foot Radio marks out there and everyone that follows the Sunset, thank you so much. Uh, we can't thank you enough for uh, actually commenting and liking our stuff and being the first ones to listen to the episodes and being actually excited to listen to us. It really means a lot. Yes. Um, in the meantime, as always, I am the $100 man, Thomas Lisi, signing out. As always, join with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Mm-hmm. We are Sons of Flip Radio. And for the 87th time, peace, love, and wrestling. And as always, take care. Yeah.